Hello and welcome to the Finnish Football Show. Producer Mark is not with us this morning um, and we're going to sit here with Rich and just pick the bones out of that uh, lovely display last night between Finland and Wales. Uh, the game finished nil-nil. It had a crowd of, I, I can't, I don't, I don't remember what the exact attendance was, but it was a smattering of, of Finnish individuals and a small Welsh contingent. Um, Rich, what did you make of the game? Oh, it was difficult, wasn't it? I think, I mean, it, it's one of these where we've talked before, it's an international friendly before a double header of important World Cup qualifiers. So both teams really were kind of just looking ahead and making sure they could get through it unscathed. Um, the first half was very much a training game. It was 45 minutes of, uh, I think, was it described as 11 training cones against 11 training cones. Um, Wales did have a penalty, which was very nicely saved by uh, Saku Eriksson on his debut. And uh, I, I've been asked to remind people who listen to podcasts that apparently he's a free agent at the end of the year. So um, Really? Yeah, so his contract is up at Mialbi at the end of December. So um, yes, he played really well. I mean, I mean, it was a, it was a, a like the dampest of squibs, uh, so to so to say. But uh, the penalty stop, Wilson's penalty wasn't exactly um, you know powerful or in the corner, but it needed saving, and he got down to it all right, and he looked pretty assured for a, for a kid making his debut. Yeah, very much. Um, I mean, Fredetsky will be back for the, the Kazakhstan game on Saturday. Um, Jesse Yorinen's uh, dad passed away yesterday, which is why he wasn't in the um, in the squad. Mm. I don't know if he might have featured otherwise, but um, it's, um, it's difficult because of the Finland team who started, I guess you probably only had three players who consider first choice in Raitala, Toivi and Kamara. Mm. Um, a lot of people, say like Ericsson, for example, making his debut. Uh, Karinen, I think that was his first proper international because the others were the January ones. In, in, in Dubai, yeah, it's the first one on on European soil and on home soil. I actually thought Karinen did quite well. I thought he was quite tidy in the middle mm. of the pitch. He didn't do anything spectacular, but he kept the ball well and you know, mm. basically, as 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 anybody would do, just fed it to Kamara. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you know maybe Rivo was looking at him as. You know, a, a Sparv replacement or a Sparv understudy. I think um, that that's one of Sparv's roles. Anyway, obviously he does a lot more, but um, mm. that, that's someone who, who's really needed. And then having Marcus Force and Frederick Jensen up front was it was difficult because they weren't getting a lot of chances. They did have the ball in the net a couple of times across the game, but um, mm. you know they, you know, when, when you're playing a team from the British Isles who have centre-halves like that, they're all going to play in a particular way. Uh, mm. They're not particularly cultured and, and they didn't really get a lot. It was a, an experience and, and a tough one for them, but uh, yeah, didn't get a lot of change. I thought Jensen was, he was pretty industrious. He kept dropping back in the hole, like out from, from the forward line a little bit towards midfield to come and pick up the ball. And he got deeper as the half went on and force, I mean, apart from, I think he, so he scored in the, I mean, that first, first minute kickoff, he went to close down. I think it was Ampadu, nicked the ball off him and scored. I didn't think that was a foul. I didn't think, no. I thought, I thought there was absolutely nothing wrong with that. And, and uh, he was really unlucky to have that chalked off because that would have, it would have like, considering how dull the game was, after that, it would have been pretty helpful for it to get an, to get an early goal. I thought he was I thought he was unlucky with with that mm. one. But although apart from that, apart from that goal disallowed, I I can't remember Force really 
kind of imposing himself on the game in any other way. No, and and we had some other um, sort of some of the other fringe players playing. Um, Asinun looked quite industrious on the left side. Uh, Hammerline and again in and out the the eleven. He's getting minutes now in LA Galaxy. And uh, Robert Ivanov looks pretty decent at centre half as well. Yeah, Ivanov was it was all right. Hammerline, I like going forward. I think he's you know he's got a lot of good energy he's passing he's, he's passing for for Jensen in, in behind I think it was about half an hour he dropped him in I thought it was a, a beautiful pass but then defensively I think he got caught out he was ball watching for when we conceded the penalty so he was he, like he, he was pushed he pushed forward the ball came over the top of him and he had to he was always fighting a losing battle to try and pick up that young the Welsh kid I think it was Johnson and uh, he, he took him down pretty when I first saw it I thought no it's never a penalty and then you watch the replay like oh Jesus <laughs> <laughs> he's he's, pro- he's properly felled him. So. Um, and then we had the usual expected changes for the second half. Uh, Upinisila from Cups came on and um, looked took some of his club form into the national team. He looked promising and, and certainly up the tempo a little bit, which is what was needed. Yeah, he, he did. He did change the game. He was quite. He's quite frustrating. When I like, I, I've watched him a fair amount, but I haven't been watching him sort of week in, week out with um, with with Coops. And I thought, yeah, he, he had a couple of shots from distance that were quite good. He had a couple of nice, nice link up plays, but then every now and again, he just sort of passed the ball into five yards of space. But I mean, I suppose he's a kid making his debut, and he'll he'll improve. But it, it was a bit. He did give us like a good good impetus, but a little bit of quality maybe missing there there for the for the final ball. Yeah, and um, so we come away with a, a nil-nil draw, which I suppose on on paper isn't a bad result. But I think you know when when you look at the Wales team, I think they brought Bale on with yeah. about seven, seven minutes to go. Uh, this is very much Wales's B team as well. It's um, it, it's hard to really judge. With this is the scenario we're in now. I mean, we we've talked about the World Cup qualifiers coming up, and France, for example, are in the mid. You know, they played their first of three games last night. Mm. And so they kind of their their pace is slightly different, and, and Finland have got Kazakhstan on Saturday. Um, are we assuming back to normal for Finland? I think so. I mean, I think out of the, I mean, I don't think anybody that's on the fringes would have done anything in the Wales game. Maybe Jensen. I think maybe Jensen when he when he came off a bit early might be in contention. But apart from that, I, I can't see anybody else really sort of challenging. For, for a place based on the Wales performance. It's always going to be hard. I think before the match, Riva went out in the press and said, if we didn't have to play this game, we wouldn't be playing it, which is always a great, it's always a great motivational speech. Go on, guys, go out there and just complete your obligations to FIFA. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all it was. But, uh, but at the same time in, in Group D, so we've got Kazakhstan coming up. They had a right blinder against Ukraine. Mm. Yeah, um, so the the game was heading towards a one-all draw going into the 90th minute. Ukraine, well, Ukraine scored early. I think Yeremchuk scored yeah. after about two or three minutes, blinding. Beauty, beauty yeah. yeah, absolute beauty, dipping over the keeper. Mm. Um, yeah, so going into injury time, uh, Ukraine scored, I think, in the 93rd minute to give them a 2-1 lead. And then uh, 96 or 97 minutes, I'm sure Kazakhstan equalised, which mm. um, in a group that's, I suppose if you look below France, and even France aren't running away with it, um, it's there's it's very tight among those four teams because you've got then a draw in that game. Uh, France were held one all against Bosnia, 
And um, mm. yeah, Finland suddenly, I mean, everyone looks at Kazakhstan as the fifth seed and the whipping boys, they are not the whipping boys at all. Absolutely not. But but this kid, I mean, when you look at the highlights, I looked at that, what's his name? Is it Ruslan Valiarian? Valiulin? He's clearly the kid because, I mean, he scored twice against against Ukraine and they were both, I mean, really lovely sort of half volleys smashed in from the angle. Really good finishes. But it does seem like he takes a, a great amount of the attacking threat. It was basically the same kind of goal for the first and the second when it was a ball, a diagonal over the top and then a kind of shot in from the angle. But but yeah, it's I mean, it, it's it's tight. It's so tight that what us, Kazakhstan and... Bosnia are on two points and then having played a game more I think it's Ukraine on four points and then France with eight and you think well if we win we'll be level on games and then we'll be on five so we'll, we'll get into the playoff spot and I and I, I watched that I watched the France uh Bosnia game last night and I mean I know they lost a they lost a player but they really did struggle to break down uh Bosnia I think there's a there's a fair amount of hope Finland can take a lot of solace and a lot of a lot of hope from the the Bosnia game because this France team, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like a like a, the the clinical world champions that we thought they were. No, with four games gone, they've only scored five goals. So um, it's yeah. it's interesting. I mean, I think a lot of people would have looked on paper at this group and thought it would be France plus one. Mm. And then where would you get that one from? But um, yeah, we're we're sort of coming up to about halfway halfway through now, and it's. Very, very solid. I mean, we'll, we'll know a lot more by this time next week. But um, yeah, it's funny to to watch how this is going to happen. And and with Finland again, we're you know we we're kind of perhaps guilty of overconfidence ourselves. You know, Finland's hmm. I think Finland have won once in the last year, and that was in a Euro twenty twenty game. But um, yeah. it's uh, it would be fun to see. And and again, you know, there were I think we had four, nearly just over four thousand. The okay. attendance was at the Wales game yesterday. Out of a, I think that there were around double that tickets available. So hopefully, for the Kazakhstan, it'd be nice. Was it four o'clock kickoff on a Saturday afternoon? Yeah, in Helsinki. That should be a in in the sunshine. Expecting yeah. a win. It, it should it should be a pretty good crowd. But I think I mean I, the Kazakhstan tickets are on sale now. But I think this for the Wales game, they only went like a day before. Mm. So I think they didn't they didn't give a lot of people time to sort of prepare to get to get tickets and to head down but but the Kazakhstan game is, is a different one I, I I know Kazakhstan have been playing very well but I think I mean they're very happy with what they've done so far hopefully some of that good energy might just ebb out and I think if we can if we can uh, be a bit more industrious hopefully not go with a five at the back then I think we should be able to get something but they, they do appear to be quite tricky yeah, I'd say it's a fairly full strength. Sparf should be back for Saturday, I think Riva said. So it's a fairly full strength Finland team. So hopefully you think you'll give them a good game and uh, and afterwards we'll we'll sit down and pick the bones out of it and wonder whether it was a one to look forward to or not. But um, yeah, as a as a as a little taster, I suppose a friendly isn't the worst thing in the world. But uh, having to sit down and actually watch it was <laughs> it was tough going, <laughs> tough tough going last night. Great. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Well, if uh, you, dear listener, want to catch up on our more detailed match report, it's available at uh, thefinishfootballshow.com. Uh, and if you want to catch up with some of the hilarious tweets that Rich was putting out during the game, uh, you can find him at Escape to Swarmy. 
And then if you want to check out anything else that we put out, you can find me at, at FC Swami. At Keke Mullari is Keke, our other co-host, his uh, his handle. And then he's, and he's, yeah, he's at Keke Mullari, isn't he? Yeah. And he's also good on, on Instagram. And then mm. the other Mark, producer Mark, who's not here today, although we'll be editing this, the handsome beast, is at uh, Explore Finland. Mm. There you go. Yes, and um, and just a, a little plug because I shared a picture of uh, the pre-match graphic because I watched it on Welsh TV last night because I'm cheap. Uh, <laughs> someone suggested that I needed to buy a new TV because my telly is 12 years old. So uh, if you want to uh, buy us a coffee and contribute towards my new TV, the link is on the website. Yep. The uh, the, the at Escape to Swarmy TV fund is officially open. Contribute yes. now. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Rich. Talk it easy. Cheers, Mark.